Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Goss from the Toolkit Depot studio, and we play that song because just a little reminder, it's only one month and nine days before <laughs> my birthday, but it's a happy it's birthday to our co-pilot, our big unit, our lovable former four-clubber, 49 today. Happy birthday from all of us here in the studio and in the production team, and also our listenership. Happy birthday, big unit. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going there. It's really dangerous to do a uh, ad-libbing type of description of someone, but that's, that wasn't too bad. What would you get for your birthday? Um, nothing yet. I mean, I couldn't believe the family weren't up. Well, when they wake up at 4.30 when I did... Uh, to give me all my presents. Now, there's a bit of controversy because we did Off the Bench on Saturday and you made mention that on Sunday you were having a family get-together because your daughter celebrated her birthday on Monday. Correct. Your birthday is today and you celebrated it on Sunday. And I said, you can't celebrate your birthday. You were big on it too, weren't you? Massive. Yeah, we're really... You can't pre-celebrate birthdays in case you don't make them. (laughs) Which you did cast in doubt. There's no guarantee you're going to get to Wednesday. (laughs) <laughs> Fair point. So how was that celebration first and foremost? It was terrific. Had all the family over. Oh, that's great. And um, and you know my parents and uh, and Names's parents and my brother-in-law and my sister came down from Jero and uh, we had a great day. Got through it the only way you get through um, family joint family get-togethers and that's what well, drinking heavily. Um, well, I haven't had a couple heavily and then. Found out last night that I'd arranged to have dinner with my parents and my sister tonight. Oh, I forgot about that. So uh, that's what we're doing. We're doing it again. Double celebration? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, the festival. Presents? I think I think Saturday I'm going out for lunch as well with some other friends. So, uh, yeah, it's a real festival. It's fest- not your 50th, it's mate. It's your 49th. Oh, you wait till you see what I do with my 50th. Yeah. I might, I might not be on air that week or the week after when I get back from Vegas. Oh, boy. Channel 10... Put on a big spread. They flew over my best mate, Tim Bailey, over from Sydney. Yeah, uh, Channel 10 man. Yeah, John Chaffetti came over, who's the news boss. Had a wonderful spread and celebration. Wonderful. Um, yeah, absolutely sensational. And then they sacked me a couple of years later. But apart from that... A couple of years? <laughs> you got through. You got through uh, a couple But I'll tell you years. what, they did put on a good... I was very, very fortunate to, to be well looked after when it came to birthday celebrations because our man Lois brought in a, a beautiful... Um, 
what's what's the cake? It's a pear and what, macadamia. Pear, chocolate and macadamia. Yeah, cake. cake. It was like a mud cake type thing. It was, but it was very classy. That's right, magnificent. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you, Lois. But, but interesting enough, that in some workplaces, that it um, people bring in their own cake to celebrate yeah. their own birthday. Yeah, that was that was. At my previous employment in Melbourne, that was the rules. And that was the rules with Channel 10. In my 30-odd years, What's you had to bring in your own cake and you, you know, put it, I say, oh, it's my birthday, thanks very much, and come and have enjoy a celebration. Except me. I was very, very lucky over my journey. I'd never had to bring a cake in. Why not? Because oh, I refused. And um, and the simple fact is that I didn't really want to celebrate with the people I worked with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was... What are you, is, your, is your birthday this year... I know you're keeping track on it. One month and nine days. Does that fall on a weekday? 27th of February. No idea. Because if it does, it's going to be awkward in here. You're going to want to celebrate your birthday this year with your work colleagues? Ah, oh, anything after eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, happy birthday from all of us, mate. And um, oh, thank you. Good. What Great. do you want? What's the one thing you would like for your birthday? If you, if you, if if Gnomes is listening now, the kids are listening right now. She knows. <laughs> Anyway, if the kids are listening, um, no, nah, I've got everything I need, Goss. I've got everything I need in life. Paul says, didn't Scotty get his presents early on Sunday? Thank you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Roy says, happy birthday, big fella. Do we get the highlights of the 14 goals of the Wacker on this day? Uh, thank you very much. Easy hey, job for surely, those today. Surely, Oh, mate, just sit and wait. Okay. And shut up, Roy. Uh, morning, boys. Uh, happy birthday, Scotty. Have a great day, mate. Yeah. And from John, happy 49th birthday, Scotty. I also see Cooter turn 50 today. Yeah, yep. it's a day for Royalty. elite athletes <laughs> and blokes who have carved out of stone. Speaking of carved out of stone. He was a bit of a dog sometimes. Margaret. Good on you, Margaret. Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialist, can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. Frank Agostino, speaking of carved out of stone. 13 12 55, took your depot <laughs> open line and bedshed tech 0487 736 We're having a Macca's coffee chat this morning. Thanks to Macca's Coffee Fit for an Aussie. On the show today, Jeff Vaughan from the Hobart Hurricanes. Big game, 4.40. It kicks off here tonight, starts tonight at Optus Stadium. Scorchers versus Hurricanes. Now, the Sixers won... In Adelaide last night, Steve Smith with a century. Yeah. Brilliant innings. Yep. Um, so Scorchers have to win. We'll be speaking to Jeff Bourne from the Hurricanes. We'll also speak to Ashton Turner, the captain of the Scorchers. He's a, he's a Jeez, big fella. Kicked off the year big, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Simo and JL yesterday. Yeah, and and... It drops off a little bit after that because John really is going to join us oh, after. Jay, you'd leave him alone. Mind he's you, he's, mate. A, he's a super coach at the moment. Well, isn't he? He's got them just ticking along. It takes a little bit of time. To, a new coach comes in to get them playing the way he... He wants them to play. 100%. And, uh, they're, they're, you know, I know knowing J.A., we're not quite there yet. We're not quite there. We've still got some work to do. But they're going close. There's a grab I want to play a little bit later in the show from Homicide Williams where he talks about – we spoke, we spoke, played one yesterday from Damon Lowry off overtime. Homicide Williams absolutely saying that John Rilly has saved the Wildcats. Oh. Saved the Wildcats. He posted it yesterday, and that is a massive admission from a Corey. Who hates us. Yeah. He sort of half infl- implies he doesn't like you. Yeah. That was awesome, <laughs> He was in Perth on the met, weekend. I reckon I met him four times. He was in Perth on the weekend. Was he? He was doing that. Um, Did we let him in and out safely? Slam dunk thing in Forest Place. Was he? It was a slam dunk competition or something. Right. <laughs> Might have missed that. <laughs> Nick Nat Nui was a guest judge. Was he? Yeah. They didn't let him dunk, did they? No. Have you seen that? that I remember that remember story. That. It was, it was a, a long time ago. Challenge Stadium with yeah. his mate. Yeah. 
jumped over someone's head. He's well, his out mate. injured. It was he? his mate. He jumped over his mate and he was out with a leg injury <laughs> and he did completely did the biggest slam dunk you've ever seen. The club went cocoa bananas. Uh, let us know if um, uh, well, if you've got a question for John Milley. Wildcats fans, let's, uh, let's put it out to him. We'll be chatting with him at 7.20. Now, after 7.30, we're going to start something very special this year, that every Monday, a Tuesday... <laughs> I'm not working Monday. <laughs> I'm not working Monday. You are we don't going, like Monday. You are going to come up with your top ten players of the year. And you're going to put in concrete your ten players at the start of the year, mm-hmm. one to ten. Yes. And then pending their performance, week in, week out, some might drop out of the top ten. You might insert. Someone might Want go just from change one their to order. Six. Yeah, gotcha. Yes. You know, and what... Do you understand how that's yeah, going to work? No. <laughs> I do understand. I just this concerns me. That it seems like there's a, more work than I've really been prepared to do. To be perfectly honest with you, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I've you got. I put a few names down. You I'll don't have to do it. Hamish Brash was keen to have a full time job. I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I'll do it. Uh, no. So yeah. So that that's something. And if anyone's got their top ten, and I reckon it will. I reckon. A lot of listeners will disagree with me because I look, I look at it differently. It's not just a matter yeah. of how many times yeah. you touch the agate. It's, it's you know, your influence on the game, if you bring others into it, and if you have a serious impact on the result, that's where you get your ranking points with me. Mike, you have just texted in the probably the text of the day. Mike has texted in the temper at bedshed text line. <laughs> This is what Mike wants. Mike reckons Scotty for his birthday oh, Mike. would like to hear the Wren. Oh, Mike, you ordinary human being. Bit of bent fabric. And maybe the woodpecker. It's a little montage for your birthday of the three sounds that... Really, really roll me up. The Thanks. Wren. Yeah. Bent fabric. Make it stop. Boys, boys, Just come on. Just a little bit more of the uh, woodpecker, hey, please. My birthday. Knock it off. <sighs> Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, Great suggestion. Paul's on the money, so you've dodged a bullet here, Goss. Uh, February 27 is a Monday. That's why you've <laughs> cut back to four days a week, so Tim doesn't have to bring in a birthday cake. There you go. So coming up we'll on the show, Ashton Turner, Jeff Bourne from the Hobart Hurricanes. Also joining us will be John Rilly. And don't forget shortly, AFL News. Every morning at 6.20, we will be dissecting the AFL News going around the Early. AFL. And on Fridays throughout the footy season... We are locked in. The hour of power between seven and eight. It hasn't got a name. Power. It sounds like someone's going to win 50K. No, no, we've done, we've done Gosler. We're trying to get the lotteries west on board, but they're being a bit reluctant. Why? I don't all know. We do, all we do is give them money. <laughs> they don't give us any. <laughs> Hopefully they're listening. All righty. Uh, John says, the Kings play the same style as the Wildcats, offensive style. What are your plans to stop uh, Xavier Cook, given the heavy schedule? Will the bench get more time? It's a good question. I mean, he's playing six-man. We'll find out that grab in a moment uh, from uh, Homicide Williams, which pumps up, certainly does pump up the Perth Wildcats I and like John that. really. I don't like him pumping us up. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, and I feel like it's reverse psychology. Big announcement this morning in about one hour's time. Oh. There is a Daisy Pierce press conference. So we envisage that Daisy Pierce will be announcing her retirement. And a move in the coaching? 
Yeah, Geelong seems to be the place, doesn't it? But yes. why isn't she already there? Yeah, she's oh. missing a lot of preseason. <laughs> she's got the David. She's, she's got the David Weir Punder preseason <laughs> coaching manual. <laughs> just show up when you can. Yeah. Alistair Pickett from Subi used to rock up just you know after about really? February. Yeah, come dominate. We had a couple of sandovers. Hey, we're going to get a breakaway and come back. <laughs> AFL news is on the way. We're all here thanks to Fleet Network. Fleet Network WA's novated leasing specialist. Save your thousands on your dream car. FleetNetwork.com.au. I will say this: the boss rang me yesterday and said, "Did you enjoy your first day back?" That's Sam. Sam. Yeah. Sam's the boss. Sam's the boss. Sam Thompson's the boss. And I said yes, and she said that um, Chris Clafunas, otherwise known as Special K, said the trains ran on time. She was proud of us. Very proud of us for the trains running on time. So we will continue to make sure that happens today. So check your watch. It's spot on now, mm. quarter past six. You know I can't check my watch. Yeah, what happened? No, it doesn't Where's matter because it's not an interesting story. It's just something that annoys me. I hate you don't not, have a watch I hate on. not wearing a watch. Where's I your feel watch? nude. Where? Well, one one's, one got sent to Sydney because no one can change a battery here at TAG in the city, so it has to be sent to Sydney. And uh, that's going to be five weeks, apparently, to change the battery. And then last night on the track, I tell you what, I wore me other good... Golf watch on the track yesterday. And At Swan Districts? Yes, and got involved in a sort of a little bit of a tackle type situation and it broke the band and now I'm nude. So don't say check your watch again. You know I can't and you know it annoys me. It's one of those little things. I, know, I told you it's not interesting to many people, but I can't. He's got two tag watch. watches. Seiko and Citizen say hello. It's 16 past six. Who are they? Time to talk footy on this Wednesday. Fresh from proving uh, that we are the lead newsbreaker in Perth. Our two stories, our two interviews yesterday in the West Australian Today on page 54. Delay on five Terrific. skipper call and Simpson flags roll change for Luke Thanks to the West Australian who do acknowledge that they get their quotes yesterday from Adam Simpson and Justin Longmuir from our interviews yesterday. So thank you to the boys, Geordie and Mitch and the team at the West Australian. Um... Eagles open training session today, 9 o'clock. Any chance you get head over there? And... Uh, no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching people train. Nah. They're going to be all there. It's a big day for them. <laughs> open tra- it's a big day for them. They're training on. Yeah, but it's a big day for the Eagles to get everyone on the track as they continue to count down their pre-season. Yeah, no, brilliant. Nat Fife will be the focus at Fremantle. He didn't train, of course, as we know, on Monday. But... Photo shoot. <laughs> he was in the gym, but I'm reliably informed he will return to full training today. Now, your mate, Paul Seedsman, this is a story that broke yesterday. So he um, has got concussion. He's gone, been put on the inactive list by the Adelaide Crows, been ruled out for the yeah, year. suffered all last season. So he's the second player to be put on the inactive list because of concussion back yeah. at Marcus Adams. Yeah, I know. We, we, I saw him uh, when Adelaide played uh, the West Coast or Freo here late in the season, and... Um, he was battling. It was a long-termy thing, and uh, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get him come back from it, which is shocking. Terrific bloke. I hope he's okay. Seven thirty our time this morning. A, a big announcement from Daisy Pierce. Um, we're assuming it will be her retirement. Good way to go high. out, isn't oh, it? Oh, fantastic. As a premiership player, of course. Jack Zebel stepped down as North Melbourne captain. Six years, 111 games as skipper, 35 wins and won eight of the last 48. Suggestions for new skippers? Well, uh, tough. Um, it's tough at North Melbourne because without being there, you don't know who's the one that's sort of getting them up. 
Ben Cunnington's got enough to do, um, looking after his health. He, he's the obvious one I would have thought. If he could play every game, people would just follow him. He's a star. But it might be someone young like a Simkin, Jai Simkin or a um, Davis Uniaki. Yeah, but see, he's been around as long as Andrew Brayshaw. He missed a fair bit of footies and played 71 games. I think Brayshaw played 100. Yeah, I reckon if North Melbourne wants to rebirth their football club, they've got to go down that line. They've got to go young, mm. and he's young enough. Simpkins only 25, mind you, and then you've got Luke McDonald, who's 28. So, look, it's a big one. I, I would go LDU, Simkin as well. They'll be the two contenders. Carlton have a couple of uh, long-term injuries. Jordan Boyd has re-injured his acute fra- uh, an acute fracture in his foot, and Matty Cottrell, navicular. Now, there's a lot of questions about oh, Carlton's yeah. training venue. They were claiming that... Uh, are they training Princess at Park? Princess Park? I'm assuming so. And they reckon, it's, Park now. reckon yeah. it's really firm and oh. uh, that could be a part of that problem. Well, they don't need that because, once again, they're, they're gearing towards a big season with big hopes and big expectations and, and losing key players. Cam Jones and Jordan Fry, two West Aussie boys, are joining the AFL umpiring list. They've increased it by 10. Jones won the Waffle Umpire of the Year last year and Fry did it in 2020. What do you reckon? Four umpires a game? No. No, three umpires a game is enough. I need four umpires. I need four different interpretations of the toughest game in the world to umpire. That's the footy news. On this day, I see clearly. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. And on this day, and we are talking about January 18th, happy birthday for celebrating a birthday Thank like you. our big unit. Oliver Hardy, otherwise known as Norvell Oliver Hardy, <laughs> was born on this day in 1892. He's one half of oh, Laurel and Horse. Did you hurt yourself? I have nothing to say. You attend to your way, and I'll attend to mine. An electric chair is waiting. Uh, Oliver Hardy, I love, I love the uh, Hardy, uh, Oliver and Hardy, or Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> you call them whatever you like, mate. <laughs> I reckon you and I could be Laurel and Hardy. Which one would you be? Alrighty, Kerry Grant was born on this day, 1904. Apparently, the only performance that'll satisfy you is when I play dead. In your very next role, and you'll be quite convincing, I assure you. Well, well, really? <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Okay. Kerry Grant's birthday. That's him. <laughs> that was, was that North and Northwest, was it? Was that, was that what that was? All right. Hey, Paul Keating, uh, he was born on this day in 1979. Australian yes. Prime Minister, 91 to 96. Oh, no. not, I would forbid him going. Forbid him going to the Senate. I'm to the best. Smooth he was. He was smooth. Retired in politics in 1996. Now, did you ever watch Full Frontal or Fast Full? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, Peter Moon is a, one of those stars. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is very funny. He's 70 today, celebrating his birthday. I've got a big truck. It's a large truck. It's a huge truck. It's my truck. He's got a big truck. It's a large truck. It's a huge truck. It's his truck. My truck's on big wheels. Lots of big wheels. They're bloody huge wheels. It's got Big wheels, he's got big wheels, lots of big wheels, they're bloody huge wheels, he's got big wheels, my rig's a big rig, it's a huge rig, it's a large rig, my rig's big, he's got a big rig, it's a huge rig, it's a large rig, his rig's big, it's got a big dog, got a bloody large dog, it's got a huge dog, a bloody big Peter Moon, happy birthday, Australian comedian, 70 years of age, Kevin Costner is 68! 
It's amazing. So sad, Whitney Houston. Anyway, of course, uh, that was his uh, best work out of Robin Hood. <laughs> the Bodyguard from 1992. On this birthday, Tom Bailey. You would know him as one half of the Thompson Twins. Oh, oh, On this day, 50 years ago, a former Carlton captain was born. Kudamata Fides. Freeborn's kick, Paxman, front spot. Kuda Fides too strong. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. One-handed he did it. What about Kuda there? <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, magic. Pressure by the Blues and Kuda Fides away. Graceful. Uh, what a superstar, Kuda. Anthony Kuda, Kuda Fides. Yeah, Absolutely. No doubt. In 1973, a TV show started on the US and was big here in WA and big here in Australia. Lee Majors was the star. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Steve Austin will be that man. Better, stronger, faster. Six million dollar man began on this day in 1973. Happy birthday, 49th today, Big Scotty. Callahan is at a huge last quarter. Loved playing for WA. He kicked 14 goals as well. To match his number, Barra. <laughs> Scott Cummings. Going at number 14. The best ever by an eagle. And then Dermot Brereton <laughs> just gave you a little drive-by. I reckon Scotty Cummings has played the most valuable one-possession game of football I've seen for a while today. That's <laughs> not a drive-by, it's a compliment. I'd played my role. 2002 Anzac Day. And... It's when Mick said to me, I want you to take Dustin Fletcher as far away from the ball as you possibly can. And what? <laughs> a decoy roll. Well, that was the beginning of the end. 49 today. Happy birthday, big unit. Thank you. And 40 today, English singer, and she was in a band called the Ting Tings. And you're saying, who are the Ting Tings? We well, had a classic hit in 2008. That's on this day, January 18. They call me hell. They call me sexy. They call me hell. They call me Jane. That's not my name. Novated leasing specialist. Save your thousands on your dream car fleet network.com.au. Yeah. A cafe coffee, so. iced coffee, in fact, crafted by expert baristas, smooth, refreshing, made just the way you like it. Probably my favourite song, man. Why did we play Be- that song? Because the boys said, What's your favourite song? I said, Well, one that gets me up and about. So if I was to ask myself the 6.0 that we asked our guests, yeah. what song gets you up and about when you're a bit yeah. flat? You yeah. put on some journey and I am alive again. Born, 
the Hobart Hurricanes is in Perth. They're playing tonight, 4.40 here at Optus Stadium. Huge game of Big Bash. After 7 o'clock, Ashton Turner and John Riley from the Perth Wildcats. And after 7.30, we're going to dissect and throw around a few names for our Scotty's top 10 players. We're going to start off with his top 10. We're not going to come up with the final 10 today, but we are going to build our top 10. In the meantime, we do this. Chris Clafunas, otherwise known as Special K, who had an absolute bonzer day yesterday. He was outstanding in his role. But all downhill from there, baby. We are so tight. We are tight. We are tight. And uh, a lot to do with the leadership you're providing mm. and um, and this segment. Gave which, us a talk about our discipline. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah, mostly to do with this segment. Just crisp, clean, elite, I've heard. That's the word that's been bandied about. Thank you, Lois. <laughs> Speaking of the VVL. Can I get moving real quick? Steve Smith. <laughs> How good was he yesterday? Smashed the first century by a Sixers player in PBL history, reaching the milestone in only 56 balls. They finished their innings with the f- their fourth highest ever total, five for 203. They're up against the Adelaide Strikers, who could only manage nine for 144. It was a Coffs Harbour Stadium. Yeah. It was like playing down at... Um, um, the old Subi Oval, the, little, the, the, the tiny little boundaries on the side. <laughs> it's long, long, yeah. but wide. He was just going, mm. beep, yeah. beep, beep, 49 metre boundaries. <laughs> he was smacking them all over the place, but, um, yeah, good you know, had a fair bit of criticism about, about his short game, about his 2020 cricket, and answered a few critics yesterday, perhaps, except for Tim Gossage. Good luck, uh, Oh, of course. <laughs> the Australian Open yesterday, plenty of Aussies were in action. Some pretty good results for our boys. Alexi Poprin and Alex Demenor made it through. Andy Murray, how about his match as well? Oh, yeah. An absolute marathon, a five-setter against Berrettini. Ended up getting it done uh, in the final set, 7-6, 10-6 in the tie break. So extraordinary stuff there. And in the FA Cup last night, Liverpool, they beat Wolves 1-0. West Brom beat Chesterfield 4-0. Luton Town beat Wigan Athletic 2-1. And Bristol beat Swansea 2-1. Nice work by you. Thank you very much. Uh, Kim Burrell was or Burrell was one of the Australians who won. And, and Beautiful story. Yeah, beautiful story. He's come back from injury, been around a while, and uh, won big money going through to the first round. And she knocked off Kaya Kanepi, who was a quarterfinalist last year in the Open. She only got a start in the tournament and avoided qualifying when Venus Williams, who is 74 years of age, <laughs> Decided to pull out and if not retire. So Kim Burrell. Good luck to her. Got a start. Have a listen to this for the emotion of finding out she got a start and had a win. Yeah, I was pretty happy. <laughs> I um, I was not expecting it at all. I cried like a baby um, and it was such a nice moment. I just got off of the court um, practising and my mum had flown in the night before um, to watch me play qualies. Um, and, yeah, my brother and my mum my dad were all there with me when I got told. And, yes, yeah, so that was a really special moment because they've been through it all with me, the highs, the lows. And, um, yeah, I'm glad I got to share it with them. I do know that I've you know, worked my absolute butt off just to get back on the court with rehab. And there was a few moments where I didn't think it was going to happen. That's a really nice story, a touching beautiful story. beautiful story, and that's what we like to bring to our audience. She had a couple of horrible elbow injuries as well, so she has fought back from uh, some really uh, tough times. So it's, it's great to hear those beautiful stories that get put through the airwaves. And winning's uh, not everything either. It's just the stories of getting there. Well, just so everyone knows we haven't gone completely soft, here's a little leveller for you. 
There's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. And just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, mini baseball coach in America. I reckon the kids would have been about seven or eight. Well, the kid was mimicking yeah. his words. He was uh, mate, brainwashed. He's, he's, got, he's got that full attention. He's bang on the money. When I was coaching Subiaco Colts, <laughs> we had a, a, a – Your dad's a loser. It's not a new song. It's not a new um, uh, motto or line. We had above this uh, where you walked out onto the ground, if winning doesn't matter, why do they keep the score? Yeah, good point. I like it. Well, they don't now, and up until about under 12s. <laughs> the little guys, well, they don't need to learn how to lose. Scotty on the winner. text line says, did I just hear Bruce McAvaney describe Scott Cummings as a little beauty? Surely he had binoculars around the wrong way that day? Oh, oh. I thought this prick's overweight. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what Jack Carl was thinking. <laughs> that's what he was really thinking. And Chris of East Victoria Park says, happy birthday, Scotty. A great job with the hot body on Sunday too. That was you, Goss. And morning, Goss. Great job with the hot body on Sunday too. Yeah. Hot body. Is that you? What's hot body? Hello. Anyway, but thank you. Um, What's the key to stopping King's transition offence? Oh, I was down at the – that might have been I was down at the um, the Wildcats Open Day. Yeah, that maybe. That might have been it. Lloyd's spot on money. What do you reckon from your chances? Happy birthday, uh, Scotty from Lloyd. What I want for his birthday is for the AFL to finally come out and admit their fault and retro, retroactively award Scott the 99 over All-Australian. Yeah, fair enough too. Fair enough, too. Fleet Network, WA's no leasing specialist. Save your thousands Lloyd. on your dream car. FleetNetwork.com.au, 13, 12, that from Matthew Lloyd? Or 0487 736 736. He's the one that took it off me. Very windy today, 16 degrees at the moment, heading for top of 32. A break. Jeff Warren's going to join us. Hobart Hurricanes in action tonight. Beauty. Big bash right here at Optus Stadium, taking on the Perth Scorchers. Scotty and Goss. Scotty's birthday. Good morning. <laughs> Game tonight here at Optus Stadium. It is first place, fifth in regard to the Big Bash. The Scorchers on top of the ladder, coming off a loss, but the Hurricanes had a win over Sydney Thunder. And their coach, the Hurricanes, is Jeff Vaughan. He's been kind enough to join us on game day. Jeff, appreciate your time, and well, welcome to Perth. We've turned the weather on for you. Good morning, and, and thanks for your time. And yeah, lovely to be here. Hey, Tim David is a name we know well. In fact, there's oh. going to be five Claremont Netherlands players. Between the two teams, between the Scorchers and the Hurricanes, unbelievable. It was impressive the other uh, night. Well, as, as we, Jeff, he was due, wasn't he? I mean, he's been a, a rising star of of the short form, but he was due for a big one, and he produced it in spades the other night. Yeah, look, he, he's um, he probably hasn't um, uh, been obvious with the power and the the output of runs, but he actually still uh, impacted some of the games for us and made a really nice forty off twenty a few games ago that largely goes un, unrecognised. And I know sitting on the sidelines, there was a couple of us going, "Oh, Timmy's batted pretty well at the moment, hasn't he? he? Hasn't done a hell of a lot." And then we looked at the score; it was 
65 off 32 balls or something like that. Mm. So it's, um, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to uh, to really understand the, the full impact that he's having uh, until you see the scoreboard. But, but uh, he was excellent. He uh, he literally won us a game the other night off the bat, so uh, good on him. He got to face some balls, didn't he? Like, he's been coming in at different parts of, of the innings or in, of the matches in, previously, but he got to face some pills because you lost a few wickets early. Yeah, three for early. It was probably not ideal that he that he did face that, that amount of balls. But um, look, it's, uh, we're probably just trying to uh, just starting to work through how we best structure our innings and, and structure our team. And um, and certainly Timmy facing uh, facing more balls or having uh, more of an ability to to impact the game is is very uh, very important for us. Jeff Vaughan, our guest, Hobart Hurricanes tonight. It's the big game between the Scorchers and the Hurricanes here at Optus Stadium. Going to be a big crowd. The Orange Army will be out in four. One player that seems to have fallen off the radar a little bit is a player that we know is certainly was one of the reasons why the Hobart Hurricanes have been a powerful force in this competition for a long time is Darcy Short. Where's Darcy at in regards to his form and getting and getting selected? Yeah, look, he's still very much a big big part of our team. Uh, brings a lot of uh, skill set with both bat or both bat ball and in the field. Um, he's uh, been at the top of the order and, and been at the middle of the order as well. Um, Unfortunately for Das, we've had Ben McDermott and, and Carla Jewell um, playing very nicely this, at the top of the order. Mm. So, uh, but we're expecting Das to, to, to make an appearance tonight in front of his home team, and um, um, he's uh, been striking the ball very nicely in the nets. Um, brings a great skill set with the ball for us as well. I want to be a Matthew Wade, Jeff. I mean, every on, time Jeff. there's a blue, it's always the little blokes. Come it's always, on, the, Jeff. always the short fellas <laughs> with some serious little man syndrome. Matthew Wade's always in amongst it, in amongst it again against the Thunder, lipping off and having a go. How do you control the little man? Well, often the wicketkeepers too, isn't it? That uh, yeah. comes to, seems to be a, a similar trait. So uh, they generally are the the feisty um, <laughs> ones who love uh, love the, the contest. But we blame we, Gilly. Um, we blame we, Adam Gilchrist for all of that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's just a, a wonderful competitor. Um, loves the contest, and um, and will be there to support his mates and uh, and do everything in his power to to help us win some games of cricket. Okay, what did happen though? Come on, what happened to him and Warner? Now we're on Wade's side because anything involved with David Warner, we're uh, yeah, we're in the yeah, opposition. Go, Wadey. Yeah. <laughs> go Wadey. So what actually happened there? Come on, shed some light on it, Jeff Vaughan. To, to be honest, I actually don't know. And, uh, but but what I do know, I don't think anything really happened between he and David at all. So I think they were just having a general conversation post uh, post the drinks break. So I think that may have been uh, blown out of proportions, to be honest. Agreed. All righty. Okay, Agreed. we'll move on. Hey, I, I, we want to talk about a player, and there's always one. There's always one that jumps out of the out of the cake somewhere inside the, the, the Big Bash. And this year, it's Paddy Dooley. Awkward. He holds the ball up. It's all very much, this is what I'm going to do. He yells when he bowls. He's passionate when he gets a wicket. <laughs> Where did you find this bloke? Lovely young man who, who loves loves the contest, obviously, and uh, and has caused a um, um, a bit of a fan um, yeah. fanfare, certainly in in Hobart. But look, full credit to, to James Hopes, our assistant coach. Um, he was the one who suggested him when, during our recruiting phase in the in the off season. Um, knows knows Paddy through grade cricket in uh, in Queensland. Played one game during the the COVID affected tournament last year for the Heat. So it was hopes he said, look, this this kid uh, got a good skill set, can spin the ball both ways. Um, hard to read his his spin. Um, great competitor, lovely young man, good in the field, battle with the bat as well. So uh, full credit to Hopesy there, um, and we're just really pleased that uh, um, to give people young lads like that an opportunity mm. to. 
to, to ply their trade and he's, he's been great for us and, and great for the competition, clearly. Last one before I let you go. The Scorchers, I know coming off that loss against Sydney uh, Sixers at the SCG, but it's a chock full of talent team and they've had a lot of injuries. They've had to turn over a lot of players, but as we saw the other night, they turn over one and they get Eskenazi's another and David Payne's are talented as well. Uh, they're going to be very hard to beat, especially home here under the guidance of Ashton Turner. A wonderful team and, and clearly been a, a wonderful franchise over the journey as well. So they'll be certainly hard to beat. Um, and them and the Sixers are, are certainly the teams that, uh, that the rest of us are, are looking to beat and put up some strong performances against. And, and they'll be hard tonight, but um, but we're confident that we can bring a good skill set and, uh, and give them a good run. Appreciate your time. All the very best. Enjoy the sunshine and enjoy tonight. It's going to be absolutely pumping at Optus Stadium. Thanks for joining us, mate. Good. Good on you guys. Thanks very much. There's Jeff Vaughan, the coach of the Hobart Hurricanes. And don't forget, get here to Optus Stadium, Orange fans. And and I really like the Hobart Hurricanes. They're they're my second team. Uh, Do you know what? I I tend to agree. But you didn't say one thing about the jack jumpers. (laughs) Why didn't you ask you about the jack jumpers? Anyway, not to worry. He seems like a ripping bloke, doesn't he, Jeff Vaughan? And it's going to be a great contest tonight. Scotty and Goss. Scotty and Goss. SEM Breakfast on a Wednesday. Seven o'clock, Ashton Turner from the Perth Scorchers will join us. John Rilly, if you've got any questions for JR, let us know. 0487 736 on the temporary bedshed text line. We have received a text. Yep. Goss, could you please run through who are the coaches of the Waffle teams this year? Can do so for you. West Coast Eagles, Robbie Wiley. Perth's Great man. new coaches, Peter German. Great man. Peter Vall- uh, Jeff Valentine's at Peel. Yeah, he's going well. Uh, Darren Harris, Premiership coach, West Perth. Going well. Ashley Prescott is Claremont. Yes. Todd Curley goes around again at South Fremantle. A long career, Curls, isn't it? Yeah, Bill Monaghan goes around <laughs> at East Tremantle, Billy Monaghan. I love him. He's I like Billy. He's old school. Yeah, Bo Wardman at Subiaco. Yep, man, so he goes. He's got no, another gig. Uh, yes, he has. Mind. They were terrible. Yeah, they were struggling, but um, he's um, he's got a he, – he, he'll, he'll go okay. He has won a flag. I'll buy and some players. Swan D- <laughs> and Swan District's Andrew Pruin, your Pruy. man. Pruin, Pruin, yep. Little man, but, jeez, I love him. Anyway, oh, so he's, he's the – You know, a bit uh, – Really convinced me. He's too tiny. <laughs> so Bo Wardner's not big either, is he? No, he's a little fella. Yeah. Nine. Nah, uh, a beauty, and the nine. Black Ducks looking okay. So there's nine coaches right there. Um, Tom you Brady. Ask, we re- we answer. Yeah, exactly. This is a challenge. We're going to set a challenge to yeah, AFL players this season. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Good luck. I want you to be. Good luck. As as grateful and appreciative to the media as Tom Brady. I'm gonna go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And no, I'm not. You know, I've, this has been a lot of focus on you know this game. So yeah, it's just be one day at a time. Truly, yeah, it just feels like the end of the season. So uh, I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job. And I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support and um you know hopefully um you know i love this organization it's a great place to be and thank you everybody for welcoming me all you regulars and um just very grateful for the respect and and i hope i gave the same thing back to you guys so thank you very much appreciate it so that was after the tampa playoff loss do you reckon anyone who do you reckon there's a player that's going to do that who loves this guys (laughs) <laughs> There'll be no one in WA. Not really? No. no. Why is that? Fifey might, because he's that type of guy. He would sort of do it. Um, Get a big tick from me then. 
But you've got to remember, Tom Brady's loving the media because he's about to join him for $370 million a year. <laughs> he has got a deal. And they love him. They certainly do love him. We seem to have a lot of people in the media that want to bring people undone. Yeah. That's probably why the players don't. Not us here like on SEN, and we don't want to bring our no. next guest, Ashton Turner, undone, or John Rilly. No, we'll inspire both of them. Scotty's top 10 AFL stars well. for 2023. We're building that next. Busy man will be Ashton Turner, of course, captain of the Perth Scorchers, who sit atop of the ladder. Even though they lost to the Sixers the other night, they take on the Hurricanes. We've already spoken to Jeff Vaughan. Ash, appreciate your time. Going to be a big one tonight. We're starting to get down to the absolute nitty-gritty of the Big Bash competition. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, guys. It's been an exciting campaign so far, and we feel like we've positioned ourselves nicely as we get to um, some important games towards the back end of the season. Um, I guess we've always had an eye on the the back end and the the big games. Um, you know, we want to be playing our best cricket then, and you know, we feel like we've got a lot a lot of guys in form or coming into form um, at a really nice time of the year. Yeah, one thing your team is doing, and you've had a you know a reason even before the season started, the turnover of players was enormous. You've had injuries, you've had the Aussie call ups, you've had all this, that, and that. Is the fact is that not every player has found form in the same game, and I reckon that's a key to success. If it's not Bancroft, it's Hardy. If it's not Hardy, it's Inglis. If it's not Turner, it's Hobson. If it's not it's Eskenazi steps up. That's one thing. You've got a good cross-section. We're all not playing sensationally in one game. You can rely on others in others. Yeah, no, you're spot on. And I think it's really rare, particularly in T20 format of the game, to have so many guys in good form. If you look through, you know, the top seven batters, everyone's contributed in, um, you know, multiple games at least. Um, if you look through our bowling list, you know, guys have performed really well and won us games. Um, and then you go even deeper, one layer deeper than that, and you have a look at the guys who are not getting an opportunity or on the bench. And, you know, some of them are coming back from test squads, um, you know, and other guys like Matt Kelly, who are really unfortunate to miss out in some of our uh, recent games who have been, you know, match winners for us in the past. So I think it's a rare thing to have so many guys coming into form, but... You know, um, 11 games into the competition, we know we're getting towards some, some important games and it's a really nice time to have everyone firing. I reckon sometimes, Ashton, like, everyone who barracks for the Scorchers is immensely proud of them and, and uh, very vocal about them. You've had a heap of success, won championships, but it's probably the way you go about it is how people respect the Scorchers so much. And as Goss said before, so many injuries, so much turnover of lists, but you still sit on top of the ladder. Is that a just a, a great recruiting thing or is it more of a, a whole encompassing culture of the Perth Scorchers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good question and, you know, you can probably point to um, multiple things. Um, I guess the word cultures, um, you know, widely used in sport and, um, you know, uh, it's something that doesn't happen overnight. It happens over an extended period of time. There's a lot of thought and effort that goes into creating an environment that allows each individual to go out and express themselves and eventually be the best version of themselves on the field. Um, we try to encourage that. Um, and the, the, the next point is the, the list management. And, you know, we've had a pretty clear selection philosophy. If you look through our list, you know, there's a lot of guys who live and train and socialise together here in Perth. And, uh, we know that's not enough. We know that in the modern age of franchise cricket, we're going to look for guys to add value to our list from outside of uh, Perth, Western Australia. And 
when we do that, we like to create an environment that's really inclusive and allows those guys to, you know, assimilate with our culture and our environment really quickly and, you know, then, um, you know, assist them to, to play as well as they can. And I think that's something we've done really well in the past. And, you know, I've no doubt that that's, um, you know, that selection policy um, that list management thought is going to continue into the future. One of our favourite players, uh, our guest is Ash uh, Turner, uh, Ashton Turner, the captain of the squad. He's one of our favourite players, as we like to call him, is the passenger. Um, his name is Nick Hobson. The bus rider. He's the bus rider. He, yep. uh, he catches the bus to work and uh, takes his cut lunch. And um, yep. he's not big on spending for you know going to cafes and stuff account, like that. Isn't he? He's an accountant. He's yeah, a pretty boring type of guy. Wear his shoe, you know, short sleeve shirt with a tie. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, probably has his keys on his belt yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> he's a really nice player. We like Nick Hobson. He's one of our favourites. He's one of those players that is a genuine role player. Did you know he still catches the bus to work? Oh, we do, and uh, it, it's one of those really beautiful things about franchise cricket and the modern game is that, you know, we can literally, as you described, pipe guys out of an office job to come in and perform in high-pressure environments in mm. front of hopefully 40,000, 50,000 people come <laughs> the back end of the campaign. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of guys in the squad who are a little bit jealous of the uh, the balance that someone like Hobbo has, you know. <laughs> It's almost like he's got nothing to lose. Um, you know, his life's on a pretty good trajectory and he just swans in for summer and <laughs> hits the ball out of the park uh, whenever whenever, and whenever he can. And, um, you know, he's having a lot of fun being a part of our squad and we love having him. Yeah, we love him too. I tell you, it was, good, uh, it was good last game too. It was our man Esky. We gone, we've just gone with Esky, Stephen yeah. Eskenazi. We had him on the show uh, late last year. Actually, he was an absolute ripper. He'll be up and about too. He's a big Arsenal man and they won the North London... Derby on Sunday night, so he'll be pumping. Yeah, well, it's an interesting story. Esky, um, you know, I think a lot of cricket fans will know him from his the last decade playing for Middlesex, but Stevie actually grew up in Perth. He was born in South Africa, but came and did all his schooling in Perth, and I actually went to school with him. He was a year younger than me at school, so I played a lot of school cricket with him. So, you know, it's almost like a second coming, or, you know, he feels like a local in our, in our squad at the moment, even though he's plied his trade... Uh, for Middlesex in the county cricket for the last decade. He's still, every um, couple of years, he'll come back and play a season for Claremont Netherlands in our grade competition as an overseas player. But, you know, his transition into our squad's been seamless. And I guess from afar, we know how good a player he is. So um, it's probably not surprised everyone in our squad that he's starting to contribute with the bat and, you know, he's playing really nicely. Last couple for you. Ashton Turner, the captain of the Scorchers, in action tonight against the Hurricanes. We've already spoken to Jeff Vaughan. He let us know that uh, Darcy Short will be playing tonight. We don't know whether that's a ruse or whether we're just sort of mm. throwing it out there knowing that we're going to interview you. And some travel issues getting here Yeah, as well. travel issues. Half the team didn't arrive on time, but Tim David's already back here. We was catching up with family and friends, of course, ahead of tonight's big game. He found some form. He's been on the source the last couple of days. Yeah, we Want to get, and we want to get under the skin of Matthew Wade. If, yeah. you were, if you were to have a player in your team that was trying to get Wade off his game between the years, who would it be? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we've played so much domestic cricket <laughs> against Wadey and, you know, for a lot of us, we've been in Australian squads with him. You know, we know the kind of bloke he is. He's um, always looking for a scrap and, <laughs> you know, that can work for and against him and us. We have a couple guys who are that way inclined. Uh, a couple might surprise you if you might not, but there's something about wicket keepers, and I can't put my finger on it, but 
Whenever there is a scrap, Josh Inglis will find himself absolutely <laughs> front and centre. Good. And he'll put on a he'll put on a big brave face for the uh, the cameras, and he'll smile and be the nice guy. But um, behind the scenes, he's uh, he's the leader of the pack, and we absolutely love him for it. Jeff Fawn said the same thing, didn't he? Is we get keepers. Short blokes. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's the little blokes. The short blokes, they've all got a little syndrome about them that they like lipping off. Anyway, it's going to be a magnificent game, uh, Ashton. We really uh, hope that you mate. bounce back and uh, stay on top of the uh, the table and continue on your merry way. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Good luck tonight. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy yep. that. There is the captain, Ashton Turner. Don't forget tonight, it is a big one here at Optus Stadium. The Scorchers taking on the Hurricanes. You're listening to Scotty and Goss on SEN Breakfast. Cheering up the cotton building. See Arena, the roof will be closed. They'll be retiring the jersey of Sean Redditch, number 42. They had a huge open day on Sunday, and the Wildcats are on a bit of a roll. They've knocked off New Zealand and also Adelaide at home in front of big crowds. Corey Homicide Williams has been an anti-Wildcats man for a while now. As he, long as he's been here. Yeah, he ebbs and flows. He's, uh, when they're winning, he's on board, and when they're losing, he puts the boots in. And he's been – it took a long time to jump on the Bryce Cotton bandwagon. So, look, he's um, he's inconsistent. But this is what he had to say <laughs> about John Rilly's coaching and what John Rilly has done for the Wildcats' chances in the last couple of weeks. Shout out to the Perth Wildcats. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying it either. But um, John really has done an unthinkable move. He's going with six players. And that pretty much saved uh, Perth Wildcats' season. So because of this move, not playing Blanchfield and Norton, listen, this is a game where... It's what have you done for me lately. You don't show up, you don't deserve to play. And they haven't shown up. They haven't been consistent. They haven't been productive. They've actually just not been good this year. That's the reality of it. Um, old uh, credentials hold no weight in this day and age, not in this game. So don't think, because you're local and you got a rep, that you're just going to play despite your performance, whether it's, it's okay or, or bad or flat out stinks. You got to earn it. And because of that move, you make it finals. Good on you. There it is there. I don't know whether that makes John really feel any better or not. But JR, the coach of the Perth Wildcats, joins us now ahead of the big game on Friday against the all-conquering Sydney Kings. John, had you heard that before? What did you make of it? Uh, thanks for joining us. No, I'm just glad I tuned into my favourite breakfast couple to get that piece of advice. Yeah, yeah. In all honesty, how much have you learned from us since you've been here? So, uh... I'm unbelievable. You know, you've helped me out the most with uh, hooking me up with the good beaches around the place. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, with a body like yours and that beautiful olive skin. <laughs> get it out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Bingo. You and me go to the same tanning salon. Hey, uh, JR, it was, just let's go back a little bit. What a wonderful couple of home games. And I know we, we can, you can't just rest on your laurels, but it has been huge by the team against New Zealand and then Adelaide. Crowd important, moments important, but importantly, it's been able to score big, defend well, and it seems to be the recipe for success. Yeah, and, and look, it, it's like... 
on the court performance. You need your defense and your offense to be at a high level to be successful. Uh, we're playing at a better level. The crowd's impact then all of a sudden becomes a lot better because we're giving them something very positive to cheer about. So the last two weeks, the atmosphere in RAC has been absolutely electric. Bryce must be enjoying the work of the Websters as well because uh, they've come on and thrown in, uh, I guess, a, a, just something different for the opposition to look at. Ty Webster's been a nice addition. Corey, I think, over the last eight games has been playing at a very high level and very efficiently offensively. But uh, it's also easy to overlook the work of Brady Manick and Tayshawn Thomas. Both those guys, uh, the way they're playing right now is is certainly better than the earlier months when they were here. How about my man, Brady Manning? I tell you, like some of us didn't jump off him. There was a, there's been a few around that I'm not looking across the desk at anyone in particular. I was driving him to the they airport. Are. I was actually driving him to the airport at one stage. <laughs> oh, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to pick him up from the airport and bring him in here. And he he's um he's he's found his he's found his feet, Jr. I mean, it t- takes a we, we spoke about it ages ago too. I think it takes a bit of time to to uh, I guess acclimatise to the new surroundings and all that sort of thing. But he's certainly found his feet and he's flying. Yeah, and, and look, you can see the pieces of the puzzle, how they're coming together. When when the Websters are playing well and Tayshon's playing well, it, it, it leaves Brady to do what he does best. And when Brady's making shots, it creates a lot of space for Tayshon Thomas to operate in. So everyone has to do their job at a good level for everyone to look successful in their best way. And the last couple of weeks is a great example of that. You're probably going to give me, you can only control the controllables about what your team does. But uh, one would imagine you were, without wanting to say too much, uh, pleased that Brisbane got the job job done over the Phoenix because that, that is the condensed nature. Any wins that Brisbane and Illawarra can have over teams in the race for playoffs and the top two and the play-in tournaments is a bonus for any team in the competition. And you got dished up a bonus earlier in the week. Look, absolutely, but the part that has to be done is you have to hold up your end of the bargain. It's great that that happened and it's favourable, but only if you capitalise on your own situation. So until we capitalise on our own situation, that that result becomes insignificant. Um, But yes, does it help if we hold up our end of the bargain big time? You only become the best by beating the best, and at the moment the Sydney Kings are the best. How do you get it done? Yeah, look, uh, our offense has to be playing at a very efficient level. We have to be taking great shots so we keep them out of transition offense. Like, they are electric in in offense from getting a rebound to pushing it to putting heat on the rim. So if we can slow them down in that area and get it into a half-court offense for them, uh, I, I do like our chances. But if we're playing in transition all night, it's going to be a rough night for the Perth Wildcats. So that that is key. Can you be over uh, conscious and over cautious looking at Xavier Cooks? I mean, they're probably going to be doing the same about Bryce Cotton, and that means you know, as you talked about, the Websters have to step up, and even your Norton, Wagstaff, Harris, and Blanchfield when given a role. What about yep. Sydney? I mean, you know, it's all very well to say he's the leading MVP contender, but they they run pretty deep, don't they? And and um, Vasilovic seems to be the damaging man, and and if you all go to sleep outside the three point arc. He's going to hurt you. Yeah, Vasilvajic. Sorry about that pronunciation. Um, Walton. But then where where they're kicking a lot of teams' butts right now is their bench is very productive in their depth. Like they don't they don't fall off. Those they're playing in a good groove as a team. They're showing great confidence and they play with a nice swagger about themselves right now. 
Um, so you, you can talk about DJ, you can talk about Cooks and Walton, but you cannot sleep on their bench as well. Uh, and I think that's for us as a team as we move forward. I think that's where we're starting to feel comfortable and confident in our roles, and we're going to provide some depth now. And, and Ty Webster's been a great addition to allow our depth to improve. JR, good coaches have to make uh, tough decisions, and there's no doubt, and not that we want to take anything from uh, Corey Homicide, but the, the reduced minutes for Blanchfield, Norton, Wagstaff, all uh, been fantastic performers uh, for the club for a long, long time. Hard decision made yeah. there, and, and how have they taken their new roles? Yeah, look, uh, for, for guys that have been in the league and had success in this league for so long, uh, when you're being asked or to transition into a role like that for the team at this point in time, uh, there is an adjustment period. I'm not oblivious to that. So I have to do my job to help them through that so they have more clarity and understand what my expectation is of them. Um, but as, as you can see, the adjustments and, and the moves that we're making right now are working out. But that doesn't just say that we can all just sit around feeling fat and happy for ourselves. Like Friday is a great challenge. And, you know, if we want to be a title contender, like there's no better measuring stick than the Sydney Kings. Yeah, very true. And and if Ty Webster comes in, and look, Ty's a very confident young man, but if he has an off night, Corey has an off night, Bryce has an off night, you need you need that bench. You need Norton to be switched on. Now, he's never in doubt. He's captain, uh, one of the leaders, should I say. He's a dual uh, championship player. He knows his role. Blanchfield must be really starting, you know, must be feeling, gee, lack of minutes. How does this make me feel? But if they've got to stay in the zone. I look at guys on the bench and their body language. Do you watch that during a game? as well, the body language of those who are not getting on court, or is your mind too too busy with what's happening on court? Yeah, look, that's where I lean on my assistant coaches is to look after that part of it because I, I get involved in the game. Um, and as, as you guys are seeing, like, like I, I coach on feel, I go on how guys are playing on the night. And you think about Todd Blanchfield when we had that great win against Melbourne United. He hadn't played many minutes up mm. until the fourth quarter, and then he was uh, instrumental in our comeback. So uh, as I sit around and talk to those guys, like it's not that I lose faith, but I, I coach off a of feel mm. and what I think. And Melbourne United is my best example for Todd Blanchfield. Like hardly played, but then he was instrumental in us getting that win. J.R., um, I'm going to ask you a curly one, and that's not what I'm known for. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you didn't play Luke Travis in overtime game, and mm-hmm. and I don't yep. I don't reckon he took that well. Did you ring him and apologise for that move? <laughs> so, so what I just talked about with Blanchfield, that that was a great example of where Blanchfield and Norton played. Down the stretch, and we were down 13, I think, with about five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We forced overtime. Those guys did a great job. Now, that's your question is, is a great question because when I go back and I watch, that's where you can debate, well, should have I went with Luke Travers because he was playing good up until we were down 13 and I went with my gut on who was getting the job done. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get it right all the time. Um, and that's a very valid question. That's something we'll have no idea about, but that is a decision where you can reflect and go, well, maybe I should have had Luke Travers in at that point. Absolutely. 
All right, so Sydney Kings, Friday night. Uh, the roof will be closed. Uh, we envisage 12,000. Well, that's 000. boring, isn't it? Oh, roof well, closed. But, mate, once it opened, it was amazing the night when it opened up and you saw the blue sky. But after that, I didn't even know it was open. <laughs> I had no idea. I was worried about what was going on in the court. And, boy, it was good to watch. Um, uh, John, just going to be huge. And, look, I know you're just going to – we don't I mean, we don't want to just roll out the party line, but how important is a raucous crowd? Because I heard a rumour – Oh, I don't even know if I should go with this. You guys love a good stitch up. He no, just said no, you JR. mental telepathy no, saying, not, do not go with it. I'm not trying to stitch you up. I'm actually going to stitch got? up. Well, look, I'm hearing that it's retro retro round or whatever it's, it is, yes. and they're taking a step back in time. I think the Wildcats have got something very special with the court announcer. I know. And I, don't, and I can't say any more because I don't even know if it's true. Are they bringing the great one back? No, I'm not available, but... but. <laughs> no, the great one. He was the best in the league. The, the quarter answer, the one that got the crowd roaring. Yeah, mate. talking about Lockie Reed. Yeah, mate. They bringing him back? Well, I'm hearing rumours now. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. And I actually contacted honest. Lockie yesterday about it, and he said I can't say anything. And no, it, as far as I'm aware, I'm not going to be doing it. But, oh, but well, anyway. I got do you know anything about that? that would, you, would you like to share with us if you know anything about Retro Round? Or do you uh, care what happens with the ground announcer? Uh, I, I, I do I do not know anything about this, but when you were going that path, I thought you were going to wheel out Vlahov, Fisher, Crawford, <laughs> Grace. I, that's that's where I thought you were going. But sorry about if it's Lockie Reed. Like sorry, my mind just didn't go to Lockie. Uh, he's pretty he's, he's pretty good on the boards, Lockie. He's pretty strong. <laughs> anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out if the it's real true. scrapper. Hey mate, appreciate your time. Good luck Friday night. We can't wait against the Sydney Kings. We try to get someone off the Sydney Kings to. Come on and talk to us. They refused. So petrified, um, petrified. So, they so are. Um, Chase Buford can get stuffed. Rightio. Thanks, boys. <laughs> get on your Doesn't want to buy into Good that luck. at all. He's John really us, mate. We'll take a break and come back. This is Scott Ingalls. It's 28 away from 8. Scotty and Goss. Tuesday to Friday. Thanks to John Rilly for his time. John wants to know, will they play the old Wildcats song for the retro round? Again, I just want to clarify. I don't know whether... I'm just thinking... I got excited. Yeah. Look, I don't even know if it's true. (laughs) Um, Because uh, I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, wouldn't it be great if Lockie Reed came back and did the court announcing for retro round? Did you ask Lockie? Yeah, but he... Did he say, no, not that I know of? Well, he wouldn't... Oh, well, or was he, he coy? He was coy. Uh, well, yeah. then he's back. No, I don't know. We'll find well, out. if he wasn't doing so it, he'd just say... If he wasn't doing it, he'd just say, no, no, I don't know anything about that. And I think he'd know by Wednesday if it's on Friday. But if he was coy, I suggest he's back. It's almost bordering on June. You don't stop believing. And we're playing the Sydney Kings, and the Wildcats are playing the Sydney Kings. And and I really dislike the Sydney Kings. Mm. I dislike the coach. Yeah, the owner. Uh, The owner, Paul Smith. I don't dislike him. Tagness. 
Yeah, that's it. Antagonistic. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what they produce here. They're a very good team. Oh, they're, they're the, the best team in the competition. They are, and we're going to need to be, or the Wildcats are going to need to be at their very, very best on Friday night. You wouldn't want to miss it for quids. Hey, coming up, we are going to dissect... Roy, it's a bit early to be drinking, my friend. Should Retro Round be at Perth Entertainment Centre? Pretty sure it is. That's exactly where it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, mate. It's just a new one. It's now called RSC Arena. Actually, Roy, I've heard it. we are playing at Perry Lakes. So it's, it's <laughs> 10.34 in Melbourne. Still too early, Roy. Have we heard from um, Daisy Pierce? Have we got a mail from Daisy Pierce, uh, the, arguably the greatest female footballer of all time? Uh, not as of yet. Okay, we'll find out whether she has. Be 10.30 was the time, so she's in the midst of it right now. Will she imagine. cry? No, I think she's. I think she's cried out. And I think she's a crier. She'll cry. Not during this. She's yeah. already announced her time. This is just going to the, the press. Kids will and spoil and it. She's going to say, "I'm going to." The kids will get involved. And they'll oh, spoil it. She'll no. be holding one. One will misbehave. <laughs> she'll have to say something. It'll lose its. No, thread. I think this one will be more of an announcement of where she's going now. See, so the big announcement has just been announced um, in Melbourne today. Big announcement, and the media is all over it that uh, Carrie Bickmore and her husband have separated. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Got a few kids together. Cut three. I think they've got two from there and one from the previous, from, from her late husband, Greg, who was a good mate of mine. Is that why she's don't left know. the project? No, I don't know. Or no, I wouldn't have speculate. thought so. But anyway, Carol, I, I love yeah, Carrie. Yeah. She's lovely. What a shame. Names used to do her hair, and she's a lovely lady, so I hope she's okay. Yep. Who did you used to do her hair? Namesy. Did she really? Yeah. yeah. How long ago? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. All righty. Hey. Come on, say it. <laughs> no, no, thanks. It's your birthday. Hey, can I just me. say to you, it is um, uh, you have to come up with, you have to come up with your top ten. We're going to construct. Yep. And I'm going to debate with you your ten. Have I you think come you up will. with a ten? Yeah, I've got, I've got a ten that I um, am, think will be the most dominant players this year. So we're going to start with 10, and each week, Monday, win, lose, draw, form, you're going to shift around your top 10, but yeah. some can go out, some can come in. The bloke I've got at the top is really interesting. I'm really interested to see how he goes this year. We'll find out next. 24 away from 8, Scotty and Goss. It's 18 degrees. Good morning. Welcome back. 19 away from 8 o'clock on this Wednesday morning. Very windy this morning. Seems to have just started to die down a little bit. Going to be a, a warm one. Tyler Brown has found his way to the Adelaide Crows. 27 games with Collingwood. Oh picked up in the preseason uh, supplemental uh, pickup. Uh, uh, I think filling in for Paul Seedsman. So, uh, but, yeah, 11 games. Really and he's handy. I reckon he was probably starved of opportunity at the Pies. And yeah, well, he played in eight wins out of 11 this year. So he's. Yeah, I think he's a handy player. I think he'll play a lot more football this year at Adelaide than he. Um, did it, Collingwood? Oh, I reckon he was Medi sub three games in a row at the end. Didn't, right. didn't get on the field at all. Uh, all right, uh, we're trying to um, do a little uh, project this year where Scotty is going to mark up his top ten players. I think Daisy Pierce is walking in to uh, announce her retirement as we speak. Um, you don't have a press conference if you're going to play on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be, <laughs> be some real confidence in your in your ability to pull the media, wouldn't it? I've like, just decided. I'm going to play on <laughs> and just wait for the applause. Move on. No, no. We'll... Any questions? Um, so, Scotty, we've given you the task. Ten mm. players that we're going to keep an eye on, but they can drift and out. So it's basically a ladder of ten, 
And each Monday, you're going to come in and reaffirm mm. your top 10. It'll be interesting to see who starts on there and then finds their way down, 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 out. So your and doesn't top come player back. by the end of the year is going to be your Brownlow medalist? Well, no. I'd, no, that'd be the, uh, the MVP, I'd imagine. A more important medal. Okay. Brownlow. All right. Uh, just be difficult. Um, <laughs> Rightio. Give us your top ten starting from ten as it stands I, right I, now. I've got them in order. Oh, not in order. No, okay. I've got them in order. Right, That's all right. So okay. I'm, I'm going to start with Dusty, okay? I'm starting with Dusty Martin. I reckon Dusty's going to be back uh, and big. I think he's had a couple of years of injury. And he still won the he won their best and fairest, though, last year. But uh, not at the Dusty level that we have known and loved. I reckon he's going to be back and I reckon he's in for a, a big, big year, Dusty Martin. I've got Tom Hawkins in there. Um Colin medalist and also um, the most uh, player assist or goal assists in the competition as well, which is incredible effort when you think about that. That's a guy who gets his hands on the footy a hell of a lot. So not only does he kick goals for his team, he creates heaps. So he has a huge impact on every game Geelong plays. When now Joel Selwood's gone and that 15-metre pass is no longer an option, it'll be interesting, <laughs> but we'll wait and see. Andy Brayshaw, absolutely in there. Brayshaw in yeah, your top 10? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He was... He was sensational this year, and he got the accolades he deserved. Nick Dacos will be in the top ten. Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos. And if I was a gambling man, I'd have a little look at his his Brownlow odds. Brownlow odds? Yeah. Okay. I reckon he's going to be an absolute standout. Uh, Nick Dacos will be in there. Clayton Oliver will be in there again. Clayton Oliver. Because of the impact he has. Now, I don't normally – I don't get sucked in by people who get 30, 40 possessions each week just and, and not do much with it. But Clayton Oliver allows – Everyone else around him to be much, much better. As he just goes in, gets it, gets it done and gets it out. So Clayton Oliver. Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal? Lockie Neal will be back in business. I think uh, having Dunkley there is going to be uh, a huge boost for Lockie yeah. Neal. Take a bit of attention yeah, off true. him. Very I think true. he will be really, really damaging. Very true. Uh, Charlie Kerno is the other forward I've got in there. Charlie will play high and, uh, well, he won't play high, but he'll play further up the ground. They're zooming in. They're zooming in on Daisy's face, which is a sure cry. They've they've spotted up a few tears. She's announced a retirement. There's a tear. Left eye. Left eye. Yeah. Go on, you Daisy. Right. We'll play. Charlie Kerno will play a really pivotal role. Charlie uh, Kerno in yeah, your top ten. Absolutely, because he, he will be dominant fit. Well, wow. ready to go. Wow. We'll play. Uh, we'll too. play up the ground. Wow. I agree with him. And uh, and then Mackay will be the benefit of that too. But Charlie oh. Kerno will be right in there, really damaging. Paddy Cripps, I've got in there too. Flowing now. <laughs> They're flowing. Okay. It's emotional. Uh, Paddy Cripps will be in there. Cripper. Yep. Just just a, a brute, a bull. Seems fit. Yep. Yep. Just married. Married. Looks happy. Yep. We're off. And the Bont is in there as well. Bont. Bont. Oh, mate, please. Not even the best player in his own team. Oh, are you kidding me? No. Who is? McRae. No. Norton. No. Who? Who's the best of the doggies? Rory Lobb. <laughs> well, now I'm not taking it seriously. Your man Lobster. And Christian Petrarca. Petrarca? Yeah. Now, I've got two that are sitting there on the outside right now. Hello to the, the midfielders. Yeah, Any yeah, chance? Well, You've got well, one forward. Two. No defenders. Tom Hawkins. Oh, two, oh, sorry, two forwards. Well, defenders, really. I mean, if you don't plant anyone, you just swan across and take some intercepts. Oh, or mate. if you do plant someone, you just punch the See, ball. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Always fraught danger giving you this chore. Yeah, but the two that I've got out, oh, okay. speaking of defenders, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two that I've got just sitting there that I, I could change my mind on before the season starts is Darcy Moore 
uh, Darcy Moore is a gun, and Max Gorn in the ruck. I think Mag- Maxie is a influential, game-changing type player. Say something. Um. Boy, oh boy, wow, we. It's a good list. Not that. Don't say that. It's a good list. That's tough. That's just my prediction so far. I will. Can, when do I. Before round one? Round I'll one, you can recheck. Good, so I can get a, have a bit of a look see during the preseason. Correct. correct. Yeah, look see during the preseason. Right but look out for Dusty. I reckon Dusty's going to have a, a blinder. I reckon Nick Dacos is going to have an absolute belter as well. Okay, so here it is. Scotty's top 10. We'll think of a, a title to give it. So every Monday, <laughs> uh, Tuesday, Scotty will come in and he will dissect his top 10 and there'll be movement. So he'll have his top 10 in order of players, of stars, having a great year. Players will shift in and out of the top 10. He will make some changes week in and week out. So at the moment, not in order. It's a lot of extra work for you. Dustin Martin, Tom Hawkins, Andy Brayshaw, Nick Dacos. Big star next to him, best bet. Clayton Oliver, Lockie Neal, Charlie Curnow, Patrick Cripps, Marcus Bontempelli and Christian Patraka. What do you make of that? And just repeating, a three-time All-Australian and Premiership player, Daisy Pearce, an emotional farewell. What a superstar she has been, and she has announced her retirement from AFLW. Let's get a break away. It's 12 away from 8 o'clock. And make sure you let us know, 0487 736 736. If you don't agree with Scotty's top 10 or you do agree... Let us know, 0487 736 Do not just say it's rubbish. Tell me who's in yeah. and who's out, who comes in yep. for the person that you're taking out. Martin, Hawkins, Brayshaw, uh, that's Andy. Dacos, that's Nick. So, uh, yep. Commiserations to Josh. Oliver, <laughs> Neil, Kerno, well. Charlie, as opposed to Ed. Uh, Cripps, no. that's Patrick, not uh, Jamie. Jamie. Bontempelli and Christian Petrarca. That's top ten. Not in any order at this stage, but we will put Emmy Norda uh, before round one. More and gone special mentions. John reckons the title could be Scotty's Toppies. <laughs> Hawkins might need to be falling out of the list because he will be missing early on in the year due to injury. Yeah. Should be across we've, that. We've got Tom. We've <laughs> got plenty of time. We've got time. Uh, not too far away from wrapping up the day. And don't forget, tomorrow on the show, well, we have got a lineup on Friday. I can tell you on Friday, I can even go ahead to Friday. How's this for two young stars? Logan McDonald and Mitch Georgiati is going to join us. Beauty. On two young boys plying their trade at Not Port Adelaide. Top 10 yet. And Sydney. We'll see. Very much so. Looking forward to talking to them. We'll get a break away and come back. It's 10 away from 8. This is Scotty Ingoss, SENWA Breakfast. Five away from 8 on this Wednesday. Hope you've enjoyed the show so far. A couple of people say any chance you could put maybe an Oscar Allen. Would he be a player to watch this year? Absolutely he's a player to watch. He's in the top ten in the competition right now as we speak. No. Yeah, cool. By you. Just but repeating. Absolutely. Scotty, watch. I'm liking your top ten, Scotty. Uh, Martin Hawkins, question mark, because of that injury setback yeah. in the preseason. So, cool. Yeah, but we've still got plenty of time to fix it. So it's not... It's not um, Died in the cast at the moment. Uh, Dacos, that's uh, Nick Dacos, Andy Brayshaw, Oliver Neal, Charlie cast. Kirk, uh, cast in die, uh, Cripps, Bondapelli, and Petrarca. On the bench at the moment, Max Gorn. 
really. And Darcy Moore, really. Anyway, we'll find out more. Been a big show. Yes, um, just really. repeating the news. The three-time All-Australian won a flag with the Demons, and that is Daisy Pierce. an emotional announcement that she has retired from AFLW. has been sitting on that decision in recent times, and she's announced it to the Melbourne Victorian uh, football media. We're on between six and eight every Tuesday to Friday in 2023. In case you didn't wake up this morning and have a listen, this is what you've missed. Happy birthday, big unit. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Found out last night that I'd arranged to have dinner with my parents and my sister tonight. Oh, I forgot about that. The Hurricanes coach is Jeff Vaughan. He's been kind enough to join us. Hey, Tim David, unbelievable. It was impressive the other oh. night. I know sitting on the sidelines, there was a couple of us going, oh, Tim's batted pretty well at the moment, hasn't he? He hasn't done a hell of a lot. And then we looked at the score. It was 65 off 32 balls or something like that. Mm. So sometimes it's hard to uh, to really understand the, the full impact that he's having uh, until you see the scoreboard. Ashton Turner. If you were, if you were to have a player in your team that was trying to get weighed off his game between the years, who would it be? There's something about wicket keepers, and I can't put my finger on it, but whenever there is a scrap, Josh Inglis will find himself absolutely front and centre. JR, the coach of the Perth Wildcats, joins us now. I'm just glad I turned into my favourite breakfast couple. I heard a rumour. Are they bringing the great one back? No, I'm not available, but... but... <laughs> no, the great one. He was the best in the league. The, the quarter dancer, the one that got the crowd roaring. Our mate. about Lockie Reed? Yeah, mate. Are they bringing him back? I do I do not know anything about this, but when you were going that path, I thought you yeah, were going to wheel out Flaw, Hog, Fisher. Like, sorry, my mind just didn't go to Lockie. Hey, he's, pretty, he's, he's pretty good on the boards, Lockie. He's pretty strong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> good job by the boys. That's what you missed over the last couple of hours. There's plenty more where that came from, of course. Uh, just someone has just reported uh, in Melbourne that um, Sam Walsh, who would be another one who'd be a contender. Injured. Yeah. Yes, but running at two-thirds pace, had that back surgery and looked like he was going to miss a lot of the year. Jeez, I missed 12 weeks with that. No, not footy in life last year. Yeah, did <laughs> The year before. You were laid up big he time. Up, that's only about six, seven weeks. Yeah, so um, there you go. Hey, Scotty. Enjoy your birthday. Thank you. Are you got what are you, what are you doing? To work. Off to work. <laughs> <laughs> off to work. Dinner with the family. All good. It'll be a great day. I hope everyone has a great day too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tomorrow's show. Tomorrow will be one month and eight days till your birthday. Tomorrow's show is a mystery. <laughs> you, know you don't know what you're going to hear. We don't know who we're going to talk to. It's going to be good, though. <laughs> These boys. Two days in. Two days in. We got with the new structure. Real details. Sticking the times. And they couldn't even finish out this. <laughs> Hey, look, tune in between six and eight. Hey, there's a horse by the name of Cochin going around today at Belmont. Oh, is this Gostradamus style good value? What's the pain? $12. Oh. Cochin each way today. Like a piece of it. About race three, a bit of Gostradamus for you. Also, we'll uh, dissect... Uh, Tonight's game between the Scorchers and the Hurricanes. Come on, Scorchers. All Come on. And more. Go nowhere. Happy birthday, Scotty. Well played the lowest. Well played the special cake. Been a good show. Let's have some more cake. Yeah, let's cake it up and have a good day. Stay cool, everyone. Don't forget, plenty of water for the dogs.